y'all y'all listen this is my third time recording this episode i'm not even making this up this is this is not this is not usual amen this is not normal y'all i'm telling you i have a i have something to say and it's going to bless somebody and you know all glory be to god all glory be to god let me tell you something when you experience some things that's trying to frustrate you or something that's trying to oppose you um when you when things just kind of start getting unusual or strange occurrences or you know things are just not connecting or things are not operating take authority take authority you cast that thing down and you keep it moving even if you got to get do it two or three times before you get it right because the enemy definitely does not want the people of God to be free he doesn't want people to understand the mysteries of the kingdom and to know the principles of the of the kingdom of heaven to know how to enforce your victory he don't want you to know that and so anyway he can try to disrupt or come against and sometimes let's just be honest it's not always the devil on we we don't sometimes when we give him too much credit that's kind of giving him glory so lord you know forgive us for even idolizing the devil by saying everything the same because sometimes it's just technology sometimes it's just the wi-fi the connection right however the first two times i went to record this i had no connection problem the problem was my dog started barking because i was out with the ch- my um children and my nieces and then we were at the park and as they walked up to the car my dog started barking out loud and i'm like oh no that's crazy you know i don't want you guys to hear that um and so um i was like i'm gonna just do it over and then i started doing it over just not too long ago and it was going great and um all of a sudden the car had cut off and it cut the entire recording off but it shouldn't have even been connected to the car because I turned the Bluetooth off. So it was just strange. So I was like, okay. So then I started to say, fine, I wasn't tripping. I wasn't worried about it. And then I go to record again to start all over. And it just kept shutting down. It's like the app kept crashing. It wouldn't even allow me to, every time I would try to press the button, it literally would just shut down. And I'm like, yo, this is, this wasn't the problem. This wasn't happening. And I just prayed and took authority over it. And I'm like, nope. And I'm keeping it moving. Why? Because when you know that you need to do something you know god is pressing on your heart to do something you can't let things you know discourage you will it yes you can't let things cause you to give up will you feel like you want to yes but the blessing is in the press in the perseverance amen so i I pray that's a word for somebody but i just think it's interesting and it's funny how this is my third time trying to record this um episode when i wasn't even gonna record an episode period good boy now like I, I was just not even going to because i had did the last episode before this and i was like that's it because i said i was ending the um the end of october was going to be the end of season five and so i was like you know i didn't officially call it the season finale but i was just like you know that's just going to be the last episode but the lord said something different he was just like no go ahead and end, end properly right do a proper you know um season finale um episode so i was like okay so here we are (laughs) here we are so um i'm sorry i had to just come y'all got y'all had to hear me you know just go straight in but i do welcome everyone here to the purity after promiscuity podcast 
where we are redefining a woman's worth. I am your host, Jenna Renee, and I'm so excited for each and every one of you guys who will listen to this recording. Um, I pray that it bless you. I just want to say hey to all my new listeners. Thank you for supporting this podcast. Thank you for even joining this community or just listening to this episode. I pray that it bless you. I pray that you, you know, find a place here, a community, a safe space where, you know, you could just have an encounter with the Lord, where the Lord can speak to you and minister to you through me, through this podcast. This podcast is all about restoration. If you want to know why it's called Purity After Promiscuity, because there is purity. It does not matter about, it's not the beginning of the thing. It's the, it's the end of the thing. So you can start off one way, but you don't have to end there. And it doesn't matter how tainted you feel your past is. There is, you know, the blood of Jesus covers it. Amen. You can walk into holiness. You can walk in um, in righteousness. You can walk in abstinence. In Jesus' name, I'm a living witness. So it's all about restoration. God desires to have his daughters restored unto him. And a lot of his daughters are broken. A lot of his daughters um, are wounded. A lot of his daughters are believing the lies of the enemy that he wouldn't accept them or wouldn't want them or they're too far gone or they're too tainted or nasty or whatever lies the enemy is saying to you. And he's like, not so. And I need you to let my daughters know that I love them with an everlasting love. And just like I did the children of Israel, and I cleaned them up because they were dirty too. They were imperfect too. And I cleaned them up and I clothed them and I, and I gave them a new identity. God said, I'll do the same for you. Amen. So if that's, if that's you, I just pray that you stick around and you see how the Lord continues to be, you know, speaking into your life and bring transformation and restoration in Jesus name. And to my OGs, my um, listeners that's been following me from the beginning, my A1s from day one. What's up? Hey girl. Hey, I appreciate each and every one of you guys. You guys are so awesome. You guys are the real MVPs. Y'all make it happen. Y'all continue to support and I appreciate it so, so, so much. So I just want to give it up to both all my new and my loyal listeners one up for y'all so i'm just really excited and i just thank you guys so much i want to get a little bit of housekeeping out the way you guys yes this is the season finale which means i am entering into my time of rest and my time of you know um just really recalibrating so i can prepare for the next season which will not launch until 2024 um because i just really got some some things that i really need to do and there's something you know some changes that i will be making um to the platform and how i do the podcast so I just um, ask that you guys be patient with me. But even in the meanwhile, you guys can continue to listen to previous episodes, previous um, seasons. And you also can stay connected with me um, on my YouTube channel. You can go over there at Redefining a Woman's Worth. Um, Again, that's Redefining a Woman's Worth. You can find me on YouTube. And also you can find me on Facebook at Janelle Wolf. I'm still very active on my socials. Um, The Lord releases... um, has me release a lot of you know information a lot of um you know words of um wisdom exhortation and sometimes prophetic words so um and you just never know whatever the lord you know leads me to do that's what i do but i am very active so you can continue to stay connected if you would like um and also you can continue to support the podcast simply by continuing to like comment and share continue to share 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 with your community share with the people on your socials share with the people in your life your loved ones your friends share with someone that you know would need it you never know whose life will be impacted for the better if they hear whatever um the lord is speaking in that moment even if it's not for you so share 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 also if you listen on the platform where you can comment 
such as um, Podbean or on Spotify um, or where you can, um, you know, like it or leave a review, please, please do so. Let me know how the um, podcast is blessing you um, and just connect, right? Just connect with me. That helps me um, get the podcast more visibility and get it out there in front of more people. So that those are the ways you can continue to stay connected with me and you can continue to support the podcast. And so we're going to get into it. And so without further ado, we're going to release the countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Amen. And so I am just so excited um, for today's episode um, because I just feel like that I have something on my heart to to say and I feel like the Lord wants me to say it and I'm going to try to be as um, clear as I can be. Um, but I also want to make sure that you, I'm saying things and I'm careful about what I'm saying. Amen. But I want to speak to my sisters and even my brothers, cause I know my brothers support the podcast. Thank you guys so much. I just really appreciate you guys. Allow, allow the Lord to continue to use you men of God. We need you out here. We need our leaders. We need our men, our husbands, our fathers. We need the men in the homes, men in our community, men in the ministries, men in the industries to lead, lead in righteousness, right? To, to take rule and dominion like the Lord gave you from the beginning, from the foundation of the world. So I'm just excited for my brothers i really really root for my brothers i pray for my brothers all the time because that is the order of creation god created man and then he created one man and so we need our men in our lives and we need them to be healthy and strong and whole and we have to keep them lifted and pray for them because they they experience a lot of warfare they just experience a lot in the world especially men that are the minority and that are black and brown because i don't even want to say the minority but that are of color right and so we just want to keep our brothers lifted so um i you know god bless Bless you, men of God. But um, I know that a lot of us in the body of Christ, because I've heard it over and over again here in the last few weeks, a lot of people are weary. That's just what it is. You're weary. You're tired. You're like, I don't want to hear another word. I don't want to hear about another fast. I don't want to hear, you know, about um, another, you know, worship and, and, and till you see it and all of the things, right? You're like, I'm over it because you've heard the words, right? You've heard the prophetic words. You, you, you heard what God has spoken to you in your personal time with him, right? You, you know what, what the Lord has revealed unto you yet. And still you're like, but I haven't seen it. I'm talking to you, right? I'm talking to you because that's real. When we begin to be more honest about this journey and honest about where we are, I think God can really move. And the truth be told, you just get frustrated. You get to the point where you're just like, I don't even know this this stuff don't work. You know, you're like, I've done everything that the Bible say. I'm doing all that I can do. I'm walking in, in love. You know, I live a repentant lifestyle. I'm walking in holiness. I do my best to live righteous. You know, you like every, you know, I'm praying. I fast. I have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I spend time with the Lord. Like I worship, you know, I praise the Father. I do all the things, but yet and still the things that I need the most, the things that I'm believing for, the things that I know he spoke over me, I have not seen it. And some of us, it's, it's been like, we're, it's just been attack after attack. 
it's like the warfare has just gotten you know intensified it's like you know we just feel like we're fighting an uphill battle you know it's just like been like blow after blow and you like listen i'm just tired physically i'm tired spiritually i'm tired emotionally right you're like i just can't do it no more i don't have the strength to carry on i'm talking to you because the truth is that's a real place and the truth is that more of us be in that place than not. Even if people don't admit it, even if they don't say it, even if all they do is give us highlights on their social medias or in their conversations about the parts of their life that, that is going well, but not the parts of their life when they're at home crying themselves to sleep, when they're questioning God and questioning their faith and wondering, is this real? That's the real place. And God sees you. And the thing about it is, what our flesh will tell us, our flesh will tell us that we don't need to believe it anyway. Our flesh will tell us that we need to just, you know, figure out how to make it work for ourselves. Our flesh is going to tell us that we can't trust God, right? And so it's not always the enemy's voice. And of course, his voice is as well. Of course, his, his voice is going to tell us that, oh, God wasn't going to do it for you anyway. I told you God wasn't going to do it. You know, I don't know what you believed for. You know, it don't it don't work for people like you. Absolutely. Is the is the enemy's voice going to come into your mind, into your thoughts and try to discourage you? Absolutely, because that's his job. But sometimes we don't need the enemy to do it because our own flesh, our own emotions, because we take inventory. We take inventory of our of our life and our circumstances. And we're like, this don't add up. This is not what God said. I don't understand why I'm still here. I don't understand why I have not yet seen the will of God for my life come to pass. I have not yet seen the words that I know from God. Right? So the first thing I want to say is this. Anytime we receive any type of word, whether it's a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge, a word of um, prophecy, we first and foremost need to go to God and we need to discern the spirit. We need to know that this person get this from him because we have to be aware that there are other spirits, familiar spirits. There are other demonic powers that can release information that is true, right? We know that because we've seen it in Acts 26. Or is it Acts 16? I'm sorry. I think it's Acts 16 with the girl who had the spirit of divination and she gave accurate Reading, she was really saying the truth about Paul and Silas. It was just the wrong spirit, it was a spirit of divination. And so, we want to be very clear we want to know, Lord, did, did is this you saying this? And then, further than that, we want to understand is this a word of prophecy? Is this is this a word of wisdom? Like, how, how do you want me to apply this word? How does this word apply to my life, or how do I steward this word? Right? Because when we receive a word of prophecy in particular, there is always something we have to do to partner with God. Amen. Prophecy does not just come to pass. Unbeknownst to us, because a lot of times we're not taught properly. I wasn't. I'm really just learning these things. And I really got to do a lot more research. That's why I'm not trying to go into real depth. But I just want to give people insight and give maybe people some understanding. And maybe give people some some strength and some wisdom to to know how to go to go to God and ask the right questions. Because sometimes we're not asking the right questions. The Bible says we have not because we ask not. Right. 
And so when we receive prophetic words, they don't just automatically come to pass, right? There is always something we have to do to activate that word. And that something is always going to be faith. So there's always something we have to do in faith to partner with God to bring that word into the earth, to bring it to pass. And that can be a very various different things. It could be, you know, God telling you to go if he's, you know, for example, if he's telling you that, you know, you're going to buy a new house or he's going to provide you with a new house and you're looking like, well, I don't qualify or I don't have the finances or I don't know where the money can come from. Regardless of that, you're like, but Lord, I trust you. And he might say, well, now go apply. Well, that's your faith, right? Your faith now is in action. You know, so that's just one example. And so it could be, again, partner with him in that way, in that way. He might say, you know, give you an extraction that seems like it has nothing to do with, you know, a house per se. He might tell you to go forgive somebody. He might tell you to go give to the poor, right? Say so it's, it's always something, right? He might give you, you know, some type of instruction, you know, to go and to complete these things, right? Whatever. That's that's the way you partner with him. You know, he might tell you to praise him, to praise him until you see it, to praise him like it's already done, like you believe it's already done, like you see it in the flesh. He might tell you to worship. He might tell you to thank, be in thanksgiving, continually thank him daily. He might tell you to decree and declare it over your life, whatever, right? He's gonna, it's gonna be something that has to be done. For you to partner with him to activate that word. So sometimes the reason why we're not seeing the word of God manifest in our life is simply we don't recognize or don't understand or know that we have a responsibility. That we have to partner with God. Sometimes he might tell you to do things to prepare you for it. Right? So if God is telling you that he's going to bless you with finances. He's going to bless you with wealth. He might tell you to go get you, um, take some classes on finances, take some classes on, you know, on budgeting. He might take tell you to take some class on, you know, classes on, you know, um, investing, you know, whatever the case may be. He might tell you something like that. That way you're able to partner with him and that prophetic work can come to pass. So that's one thing. Another thing is one reason, another reason why we may not see the word of God come to pass. Not that the word is not true because it is. And it's, and it's forever settled in heaven. But because the enemy may have a legal right in your life. There may be an open door. So today's episode, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to title it Close All Doors. Because I think the more common reason why we don't see this, the, the prophetic words or the desires of our heart or the words that God gives to us personally in, in, in our secret time with him is because the enemy has some kind of legal ground and he's constantly bringing resistance against it. Because here's the thing, the enemy can't really take it, but what he can do is oppose it. What do I mean? When you look at this, the, the book of Daniel and you look at when he set his heart to pray concerning Israel concerns concerning Jerusalem and he went on a fast and we see that the angel Gabriel after 21 days was able to finally get to Daniel and he told Daniel that the day the moment you set your heart and humbled yourself and you set your heart you know concerning these matters to seek God God sent your answer 
But the prince of Persia, what is that word really saying? The principality of Persia resisted me for these 21 days. And I had to call on the prince of war or Michael, the archangel of war, to come assist me against the prince of Persia. And he's still up there fighting right now. But that allowed me to bring the message to you. A lot of time, God already released the breakthrough. He released the the blessing. He released, you know, the answer prayer. He released the finances. He released the marriage. He's released it. Whatever it is, the healing, the restoration, he released it. But the principality, there's a principality opposing it. And because we don't always really know or have been taught on spiritual matters or the the way the spirit realm works or the principles or laws of the spirit realm, then oftentimes we find ourselves in a place where we're feeling weary and we feel like that God isn't hearing us or God's not answering our prayers or maybe we're thinking we didn't even hear God right to begin with. And that's not the case. It's because you got to understand how the spirit realm works. And so when I say that the enemy has some kind of legal ground, sometimes it is a matter of something someone did in your bloodline, right? Sometimes it's not always you. Sometimes a descendant of yours, you know, maybe they got initiated into some kind of organization. Maybe they made an oath, a covenant, and a vow to an organization and the deity to that organization. Maybe they were in some kind of, you know, um, association. Maybe, right, they went to what they thought was a a witch doctor but they didn't look at it as a witch doctor like something bad they looked at it like someone who could help them because they had an issue maybe someone had a need in the family maybe they need they wanted to be wealthy or maybe they needed someone to be healed or maybe maybe they needed you know x y and z so they went to visit the root worker They went to the psychic because they wanted to understand what was going to happen in their future. What was what, you know, what was going to happen next or tomorrow. So they were curious. You know, they went to the palm reader. They went to the tarot card reader. Right. Sometimes. Sometimes somebody in the bloodline just was a witch, just was a warlock. They were the root worker. They was, you know, the fetish priest. Right. They was the priestess sometimes. Right. Other times, you know, they sold their soul. Right. They made a deal directly with Satan for something. We hear that a lot about entertainment. Right. People entertainment for fame and fortune for celebrity. Right. Sometimes, you know, your 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 great auntie, that man really didn't like her. So she went to the, you know, she went to a witch to cast a spell on grandpa to make grandpa or to make uncle like her, you know, like, and I, and I'm not being funny and I hope no one takes offense, but these are the realities. And because we don't really know everything and we don't know everything, people who were especially you know who lived generations before we were even born we don't always know what they were involved in 
Sometimes we have the privilege because you may just have a close-knit family who do very well of, you know, keeping a good record of people in, 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 in the bloodline and descendants and those that came before you. You're very, you you know your family tree, you know the, the history, your family history. And so you may know. But then if you're like me, you don't know anything. So regardless of what, and sometimes, let's let's just be honest, it's us. Sometimes it's us. Sometimes we in the life that we lived before we got saved and sometimes during it, we just dibbled and dabbled in the all call. We dibbled and dabbled into new age. You know, we were, you know, straddling the fence. You know, we were trying to eat at the table of the devil and of God. We were trying to serve two masters. You know, we were, you know, doing things. You know, sometimes you still want to go and you want to, you know, burn sage in your house. You know, you might want to, you know, uh, you know light a candle and pray over it and different things that are you know things that are anti-christ are not of god they're against god they're not things that glorify him they're actually things that he um warns us against right so sometimes it's us sometimes it's who we were involved with sometimes we have no idea the lifestyle or the things that the person we're dating especially if we're sinning we're fornicating, we're shacking up, and we're inviting everything that they are in agreement with, every covenant that they are in, every, you know, demonic cult that they're involved in, every agreement with Satan that they could be in, you automatically come in agreement with once you have intercourse with that person. So there are so many ways, right, that you can knowingly and unknowingly be involved in some type of legal right where the enemy has a legal right. There is a open door for him to come and oppose your your breakthrough and oppose your blessings and oppose your prophetic words. And so if you find yourself feeling like you're doing everything you know to do in the natural, when you know you're living right and be honest, because God already knows. If you know you're living right, if you know you're following God's instructions, you're being obedient. You know you have a, a true personal relationship with God. You live a repentant lifestyle. You're living holy. You know that you worshiping. You believe. You don't have doubt because the, the Bible is clear that whatever we're praying for, that we have to believe what we're, what, that we shall receive. Because anybody who pray to God and you don't believe, you can't expect nothing from him. So, right, you know you're doing all that you're supposed to do in the natural, but you find yourself being in this place of where you feel stuck or you feel like there is something else, but you don't know what it is. You can't put your foot on it. Or there is something you feel like there is something else, like that something is something. It's like something is resisting you or you feel like you keep hitting a wall or you feel like you keep getting so far or you, you keep get, you making the same type of headway, but you don't break through or you don't push ever get past a certain level it's time to ask the right questions one question that i ask god because the bible is clear it says we have not because we ask not and sometimes especially when we are in a place of desperation because life be life and stuff happens it gets real crises are real you know poverty is real lack is real sickness is real you know, all these things is real. And when we're in the midst of these type of storms, it's oftentimes we get in our emotions and we go to God and we do a lot of crying. We do a lot of lamenting, right? We do a lot of weeping, but we're not asking the right questions. And if and we are asking questions, but they're not the right ones. 
So one question I ask God when I know I'm at my wit's end and I'm tired and I'm weary and I'm like, this ain't making no sense. This math ain't mathing. I ask God, plain and simple, what is the legal right? What is the legal right? What right did the enemy have to continue to come against me? What right did the enemy have to continue to oppose me? What is the legal right? Because when you ask the right questions, you got to know that you're God. When you cry out to him, Jeremiah 33 and 3, he will show you great and mighty things you do not know. But sometimes we're not asking the right questions. And what we also have to do is when we go asking God certain questions, we have to be ready for the answer. Your heart really needs to be ready. Because if he gets to showing you things about, you know, your favorite grandma, he gets to showing you things about your mom or your dad. He gets to show you things about Auntie Susie, right? You got to be able to be in a place where you believe him and understand he's revealing this to you because he is trying to show you where the enemy has gained a foothold in your bloodline and he's going to give you the tools to close it if you are willing and so God desires us to be free and he desires all of us to receive and have everything that he has for us. But God is just and he's righteous and he's not going to supersede or he's not going to, you know, just come against or or cancel a covenant that was created with the devil just because we didn't know or just because we didn't do it because covenants are eternal. Well, how do I say that? Because the Bible says God keeps his covenants forever and his promises to a thousand generations. When you look at the covenant of marriage and how he established it originally, it was to end, it was an eternal covenant. The only way you were supposed to ever get out of it is when you died in this earth, you, your spirit left this body and you went into glory, you went to heaven. There's no need for marriage in heaven. There's no marriage there. And so that's the way covenants are designed. And there are certain covenants that may have, you know, something that needs to be fulfilled for them to, you know, um, quote unquote end. But a covenant, an oath, a vow, a promise either has to be fulfilled or it's just it's eternal. And when we make deals and covenants with the devil, believe you me, those are eternal covenants. The devil is not interested in just one person. He wants the whole family. He wants the whole bloodline. This is why when we go and we get involved in certain things and we open up these doors and portals and we give the enemy access, that creates a generational curse. That is why after the person who was the original um, person who who made the covenant, who in initiated the covenant or who, you know, was involved in it or who practiced it or whatever the case may be. After they die, the gen generational curse still there. That's why you can see entire family lines where you might see things like addiction or alcoholism. You can clearly see that it runs in their family. Singleness clearly runs in their family. Illegitimacy clearly runs in their family, right? There's just certain patterns that we could clearly see in certain families. Even after, you know, 
great 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 grandpa might have struggled with it even after they pass away it still seems to perpetuate and next thing you know your your uncle or your dad or your cousin or somebody is 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 passing through them and then it passes through the next person and the next person because what it has to be intentionally canceled and that is the key learning how to shut the doors learning how to null and and uh, nullify the covenants know how to renounce and denounce and yes even though we didn't we're not the one who entered the organization we didn't cross over we didn't get initiated we didn't even know nothing about it you know we wanted nothing we, we had nothing to do with it we still have to renounce why because those covenants affect the entire family. When that person is taking those oaths and those vows and fulfilling those rituals and those rites and that ceremony and they're in their worshiping and, and, and doing all the things that they have to do to be, you know, um, to, to be considered a member. That stuff is not just for them. It is to bind and yoke them and their entire bloodline to those demonic powers. And so it might seem unfair, but that's the point. The enemy is not fair. He has one job to still kill and destroy. And that is what he's been doing in a lot of our lives. And so today is the day that God is just simply saying, come up. He's saying, come up. He's saying, come up. He's saying, come up. Because he wants to show you, he wants you to see, he wants to reveal these things, these secret things to you. And he wants you to get free. He wants you to shut the door. So then that, then he has the rights. He has the access to move on your behalf and the enemy will be bound and he can no longer resist or oppose what God is trying to do in your life. But it starts with asking the right questions. It starts with just seeking God. I can't give you the answers. I can't tell you what it is for you if in your bloodline. I don't know. But what I can say is God is faithful. And he's no respecters of persons. And if he will do it for me, then surely he will do it for you. And so I just felt like I needed to get this, you know, this off my heart. Because I know what it's like to be in that place and feeling like this thing ain't working. Like the word ain't real. Like it don't work. It can't because I'm doing everything and I don't know. Like it's not happening. I know what it's like to question everything you believe, everything you were told. I know what it's like to be just frustrated and you want to give up and throw in the towel. I know what it's like. But that's exactly what the enemy wants us to do. He wants us to get so frustrated with God and blame everything on God. And he, why he in the background getting away with it because he's the real culprit. Right? So I pray this bless someone and I pray and I pray and I pray that you will truly take the time to go and seek God for yourself. Seek God for yourself. Be be persistent and be be diligent, be committed fully to your freedom, not just for you, but for your children and your children's children, for your bloodline. Be willing to be the one to say it ends here. Right? Will it be easy? No. But what really is, right? Nothing that what they say, nothing worth having comes easy. But it's worth it. It's worth it. 
And so again, Lord, I just pray that you bless every person and that you will just give them revelation, that you will open the eyes of their understanding, enlighten the eyes of their heart, that you will bring this word um, to to um, its fullness in their life, that you will shine the light in those areas of their life and their family and their bloodline, that you will reveal the secret things unto them. I pray, Lord God, that you will give them the keys of David and Lord God, and you help them to learn how to um, bind and lose and help them to um, walk and, and show them, you know, the areas where they need to renounce and denounce. Help them to understand the altars that may have been built up from their ancestors or from themselves and how to tear them down. Fight for your people, O Lord. Arise and let your enemies be scattered. Dispatch your legions of angels to protect and to war and to guide and to retrieve and recover what the enemy has stolen from your people. I just pray, Lord God, that this word will fall on fallible ground. That their hearts will be open to hear and receive what you're saying. And to apply it in Jesus' name. And I pray that you bless this word. And I pray a hedge of protection around myself and every person who will hear this word. I pray against every counterattack and all retaliation and backlash from the kingdom of darkness. I pray that you will shield and protect us from every high ruling spirit, demon, and principality. I pray that you will protect us in our sleep and our dreams in the name of Jesus. And that we will walk in total victory. In Jesus' mighty name. I thank you so much. I will see you guys in 2024. Um, Just know that your past does not define you. It develops you and you are worthy.